What's up, guys? Welcome to Layton's Loft Show. I am not Layton, but who is here? He'll uh, Layton will be in shortly. We should have just while. sent him the link, and he could have come in from the phone on the car in the car. Because that's always safe. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> well, it doesn't sound like he's moving anywhere. Layton's yeah. caught up in an accident somewhere on his trip in. Yeah, so uh, we're gonna have Matt chime in with Lou, and then as soon as Layton gets here, you guys will switch. All right. Thanks, Lou. I'll see you later. No problem. Nice to see you, J Five. I'm going to um, I'm going to try something that's probably I don't know. We'll see how it goes. Which one do I got here? I think it. I think we tried it. Matt, How's how you it doing? Going? I'm good. Yeah. How are you? I'm doing okay. I'm going to try something here. Hi to Brandon and Tyler and uh, Nicholas. Nicholas, are you new? I, I, I'm, yeah. Thanks for the comment. I'd like to see new names, I, I, unless it's just me and I haven't noticed the name before. Oh, Nick Canizo. Nick, Nick, Nick's been around for, for for a little bit. Nick's a good guy. Yeah, I haven't seen him. I haven't seen him on the show, so maybe I've just missed it. Sorry, Nick, if I have. I'm going to put up the link here sure. to join the show. Let's have some fun. Yeah, I just put up the fun. link in the comments here, and what can happen is you can uh, join the show with that link. It's kind of like a Zoom call. Just get your computer popped up, and we'd like to see... Maybe your prize possession, if you can grab that uh, quickly, your prize possession on a collectible or something. We'll see if we can oh, fill yeah, some time awesome. until shows up. Yeah. Yeah. Hi, Eric. How are we doing today? Uh, it's up, Eric. So, uh, Lou, Lou, yes. tell me how you feeling about the uh, Red Sox start. It hasn't been bad, but, you know, it's been, I guess, a little a little more underwhelming maybe than uh, – Maybe Red Sox fans were expecting. Yeah, it's uh, it hasn't been a totally impressive. And I've got I laid my I was overseas for the opening of the season. And I just laid okay. my first bet of the year this afternoon, oh, nice. and it was basically with Erod going against the Red Sox today in Detroit and Nady Evaldi. I said I'm going to go five innings on the Red Sox and only had to give up half a run and get a plus I think 135 or something like that. So I got the Red Sox in five innings minus half a run and they're already down one nothing. So this is the way it works out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I feel like I feel like they've been getting down a little early in games. I don't know. Maybe yeah. Maybe it was kind of opposite of that. I don't know. I just yeah. But I thought Erod would struggle with this. I thought Erod's kind of in his head type of guy and seeing those guys in the dugout, you know, and just getting emotional about it. I figured. I figured he might have trouble getting in here, but mm -hmm. yeah, we'll see how yeah. it goes. Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> Wait, what did you do here? <laughs> yeah, I look, I look quite a little different, right, Kevin? That's um, what we got to do for your birthday, Matt, or something. We got to color everybody's hair red. That would be true. Great. A, yeah. a celebration of myself. Everybody just dyes their hair for a day or two. No, yeah, Tom, you didn't get the gambling channel, but uh, uh, yeah, the Red Sox, uh, there are a couple of problems that right field is a problem right now for them right now. And uh, I don't know, we'll see how it plays out. It's much too early to get too. Oh, yeah, 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 definitely. Way, way too early in, in a month is kind of after the first four weeks is when you can really start being like, OK, like this team's in trouble or this team, they yep. seem legit. Who knows? But uh, um, I'm a Mets fan, so it's been it's been a nice start this season. Uh, we did have a really bad loss two nights ago. We blew a five nothing lead in the eighth inning. The Phillies, yeah, that wasn't fun. But we came back last night, uh, shut out, shut the Phillies out in the two nothing win. But uh, just fun, just fun to have baseball back in general. You know, I will never, yeah. never complain. <laughs> How do you feel about Tyler McGill? Because I, because I really like the kid. Yeah, I, I've been joking. Um, I, uh, Ethan over there, I've been telling him nonstop. He's Jacob Degrom two point in the making. Uh, I mean, oh, I've, that I've, good, huh? nah, I've been, I've been joking <laughs> about that, but like it's turned into where it's like a 90% joke now and like 10% I'm serious. Like you never know, but 
Um, in all seriousness, um, yeah, he's been very impressive. He was off to a real hot start last season when we when he first yep. came up. Uh, then he suffered a bit, uh, struggled a bit at the uh, end of the season. But, I mean, hey, hasn't allowed a run in, I think, maybe 11 innings pitched this season. Um, so I'm, I'm loving it. I'm loving it, especially if DeGrom, you know, his status is always up in the air. And, uh, yeah, so – we were Tyler talking Gill. about it, talking about him a lot on the serious show when Degrom went down, and a lot of his struggles last year were late. But he was over. He had that was a number of innings for him. He hadn't thrown that many innings in a season, so he was kind mm. of stretched out at that point. Yeah. And by the way, it was only two or three. I, I think there was two or three starts. He gave up. Was it three homers against the Giants and back to back starts on there and awesome. earlier in the season? Then late in the season, he had a couple of bad starts. Other than that, he pitched really well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, um, very excited about that, and uh, yeah, um, if it's not pitching, it's hitting for the Mets, and if it's not hitting, it's pitching. But so far to start the season, both have been pretty solid. So I'm just day by day enjoying it, taking it, yeah. taking it day by day. But well, they paid a um, lot of money for that team. Yeah, no doubt about that. Yeah, yeah, a little different uh, with the Wilpons gone now. Uh, Steve Cohen's not afraid to spend a little money. It's it's a little nice, but you know, with all that comes headlines and drama. But I'm I'm yep. enjoying it. All right. So you're a Mets fan. That's what I wanted to know. Who else do you root for? And so, so if you're a Mets fan, wait a second. In New York, if you're a Mets fan, that has to mean you're a Jets fan, right? That that, that must mean it, but I'm not. I'm a Giants fan, actually. Yeah. I'm a Mets fan. I'm a Giants fan. I'm a Devils fan. And I'm a Sixers fan. Oh, Which, wow. Uh, you're, all over the, you're all over the map. Yeah. So uh, obviously, you know, living in New Jersey, I'll root for any New Jersey team. So that's why, you know, I'm a Devils fan. I was, uh, you know, when I was growing up, when I first started really getting into sports is when the New Jersey Nets moved to Brooklyn. So I was like, I was very upset. I was like, what, why the hell are they moving? Like, yeah. uh, that, that stinks. Like, I don't want to root for them. So I was very like angry. I didn't want to root for them. I already just didn't like the Knicks, um, which I'm <laughs> glad because that's just been terrible the past yep. 10 years being a Knicks fan. Um, and I still wanted to root for a local team. Uh, so I started kind of getting to the NBA. I had like a test season just seeing like, okay, well, like, let's see who I like. And at the time it was like 2011. I really liked the uh, Sixers. They had right before like their tanking started, they had like Andre Iguodala, Drew Holiday. They had a nice young core and uh, I stuck with them through the process, through all the tanking. And I'm hoping they reward me. Um, you know, <laughs> it's been very fun past couple of seasons, but have had very tough endings uh, when the playoffs come around. So yeah. Um, Sticking by them. So in New Jersey, Philadelphia is considered local? Uh, depending where you are. Um, I'm I, I'm in central New Jersey. I live in uh, Hillsborough, New Jersey. So that's yep. right next to Princeton. Um, so that's like central Jersey. That's kind of where it's split between Philly and New York. Uh, then really anything south turns into all Philly. And anything north of that's all New York. So. All right, I'm going to post I'm post again. I'm posting a link to the show. This is a link that you can actually get into the show if you want to. You just fire up your laptop. It's basically like a Zoom call. You hit the link and you pick your camera and you pick your microphone. It can be a laptop microphone and a laptop camera. And come on, if you have something close to you that's a prized possession of yours that you want to show us or you have a question, I don't know if Matt and I can answer it, but we'll, if you have a question, we can put it out. We can put it out to the group too, or you can show off a card that you're trying to move or maybe tell us about a card that you're looking for. Happy to talk to you. Leighton is caught in traffic on the way to the show. There's an accident uh, uh, somewhere where he's coming in, so he's running a little bit late. So Matt and I are kind of taking over as we go. You guys don't like the gambling talk, Tom. <laughs> Tom said, what am I, on the gambling channel? <laughs> I mean, uh, I 
Hey, uh, say what you want about gambling. Gambling, uh, it makes things, uh, you know, gamble responsibly, of course. Makes yep. it makes things a lot more fun uh, when it gives you extra incentive. Like last night, um, I didn't bet on the the playing games last night, but like that Timberwolves uh, Clippers game last night, the Timberwolves won. It was, it was a very fun game. Like to an average NBA fan watching that, uh, it may not be too exciting, but if you place a bet on it, place a little wager, that gets a uh, – Gives a little incentive, makes things more serious, more fun. I'm all, all right, about it, that. Give us some insights on NBA betting. First of all, I'm not an NBA guy, but uh, I bet I bet baseball, enjoy the hell out of it, and then I bet football. I like that too. And I'm a hockey guy, but I don't I don't really enjoy it all that much betting on hockey. But NBA, mm-hmm. a lot of the guys that uh, a lot of the my co-hosts on Sirius, and we talk about sports betting all the time, and you know they're into the NBA and they play NBA a lot. And one thing I've been told is that in-game betting is is a little bit of fun because they don't catch up to the underdog. You know, oh, the yeah. underdog may be leading, but the odds don't catch up to that. So you mm-hmm. might be able to get a little a nice price on odds there. Yeah, and uh, you know, it's similar to some other some other sports where um, the it's never really a game until uh, the fourth quarter, and that that really shows in the NBA. Like, yep. you a team could have a twenty point lead, and it 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 might not really matter because Teams go on runs, they get real hot. Uh, Leighton just came in; he'll be on in a couple minutes. Yep. Um, but uh, live betting, like you mentioned, that is a lot of fun. Whenever I see a team down ten or fifteen points, I always take a look at the line, and if it's mm-hmm. juicy enough, I'll consider throwing down a responsible bet. Of course, um, I like betting a lot of player props, like uh, uh, Steph Curry over five and a half threes on a game. I think player props are a lot more fun, and I always have a rule across all sports. Never bet the under because I don't find the under very fun. I like yep. betting the over because everybody loves rooting for points, especially if you don't have an interest on one team or the next. Uh, just root for points. Root for the bat, uh, the ball to go in the bucket. I mean, that's what's yep. a lot of fun. And uh, especially at the very end of the game, things can get pretty crazy if uh, – you know, depending on the game script of it, but uh, many sense. NBA is a lot of fun. Makes sense. And I like your point about teams, especially depending on where they are on the schedule. If they're on the third game of the week or they're mm-hmm. on back to backs or something, they may not show up till the fourth quarter, especially if they're playing a weaker opponent and they kind of, you know, oh, walk yeah. through it for three quarters, you know, find themselves down six or eight. And, you know, mm-hmm. you know, then they turn it on for the fourth quarter, especially at home. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I love betting football too. Uh, I tend to stay away from hockey just because I don't tend to watch it as much, but playoff hockey is always electric. I love yeah. I'll probably, probably get a little more into that. And baseball, I've just never been great at betting baseball. I know <laughs> for, from what I, from what I've like seen and heard of listening to radio and podcasts, uh, all the betting like first five innings is usually the way to go from what I hear. Yeah. Um, it's just, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just not good. At it. I'm just not good at betting baseball. Well, I like the first five bets because the bullpen is such a wild card. And, and mm-hmm. you know, depending on who comes in and who comes in when, when they turn it over to the bullpen and, and things like yeah. that. I just like the matchup today because Nathan's been pitching well. And uh, like I said, I thought Erod might have uh, might have some struggles with uh, uh, pitching against his old team today. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, and like some some pitchers really struggled the third time around the order too. That's why I heard um, betting first five is always better because usually, you know, five innings sometimes yeah. depending how the game goes. They only get two times around the order or so. But, um, yeah, I've, just, I've always struggled, always struggled <laughs> betting baseball. So what's going on at Vintage Breaks and Just Collect that maybe we should know about before Leighton comes on? Yeah, so uh, before Leighton will be on any minute, guys, he just came in. Um, 
what's going on right now. Uh, obviously, we're in the process of moving. That's very exciting yeah. to our Melbourne office. Have you um, seen the new digs yet? I, I've seen pictures. I'll probably be there soon. Uh, I'll probably make a run over there and drop some things off. Um, but um, look, it looks beautiful. The place looks beautiful. We're excited. We have a retail. Uh, we're gonna have a storefront. Um, we have. We're gonna have our own studio. So right now, uh, oh. which is it has its perks. Uh, we're yep. out, you know, in an office right now, and we have like this little studio, but it's open to our office. Um, we're gonna have like a studio with a green screen new camera setup. We're going to have multiple mics. So I know a lot of people during the show um, struggle hearing the uh, person helping with promos a lot. I know that can get frustrating, but yeah, we're going to have our own mics, multiple cameras. It's going to be, it's going to be a uh, more legit than, than anything we've had. Not to say this is not legit, but. Oh no, it's, it's great to have your, something. it's great to have your own space to work with, you mm -hmm. know, because you guys have to run a business while we're doing the show here and you're oh, sharing yeah. an office with the studio. So it'd be nice yeah. to have a place where you can just work. It'd be great. Definitely. And uh, yeah, we have our uh, spring breaks event coming to an end in about a month, I would say. Um, everybody who's watching probably knows about it, but if they don't, go check it on go check it out on site at vintagebreaks.events.com. Uh, we have promos like the VIP, the Platinum VIP, the Buy Any Spot bonus, the uh, Break a Maniac appreciation bonus, giving away just awesome prizes, 1954 um, Jackie Robinson. Um 56 Mickey Mantle, uh, 48 Stan Musial. Uh, so many of them. Uh, go check it out on site, guys. It's really cool. We're going to start amping up the uh, promotions of that, too, because uh, it's just really cool stuff and want everybody to get, you know, get a shot, get in that. So uh, what is it that you collect, by the way? Um, so I started – I collected a lot when I was younger with my dad. And then um, – you know, uh, as school and sports kicked up, uh, I stopped. But when the pandemic started again, I really got into that. I started getting into uh, all that. I like I like a lot of modern stuff, um, which I think complements well to vintage breaks here. Um, we'll convert to the dark side. Well, yeah, I'll, I, I'm, being, I'm being converted to the dark side, definitely. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I love I love football. Uh, I love football cards. Of course, I like like them all, but um, modern football cards I really like the best. Yep. What's your prize piece in your collection? My prize piece. Well, my yeah. prize piece right now. Um, I, I I got a really nice uh, Bobby Wood Jr. Uh, nice. Uh, was that from the break? Yes, it is from the break. We we had a nice Christmas break here at the office, and I ended up with a really nice Bobby Wood Jr. card. Oh, the sapphire. Yeah, That's sapphire. Nice. I'm, yeah. I'm really excited about that. But um, yeah, we'll we'll see how that goes on. I have a couple other awesome pieces, but Layton is actually here and he's all ready for for uh, all you guys. So right, uh, I'm gonna turn it over to him, Lou. Thanks, it was Matt. awesome talking to you, Always. and I'll talk to you soon. All right, great. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks, man. All right, Layton was delayed by traffic. Had a hey, Lou. Had welcome an back. Had an accident in the way. Thank you so much. Yeah, it hit an accident, but um, I wanted to hear and congratulate you uh, on your daughter's wedding. It was in <laughs> Ireland. That's amazing. That's right, Northern Ireland. It was it was beautiful. It was quite the trip. There were thirty of us that went. You know, we didn't know how many people. You know, it was. Of course. I, consider, I considered it the photo op wedding because they got married in Boston in December legally, but sure. uh, this was for photos. But it turned out to be a really emotional and great uh, ceremony, and it was a great trip, and a lot of people traveled. So we all had a blast terrorizing Northern that. Northern Ireland. Well, congratulations to your daughter and your entire family. That's awesome. I'm glad you guys had a great time. Thank you. Thank you so much. Nicholas, thank you. Appreciate it. 
Uh, so welcome everybody this afternoon to Layton's Loft. Really appreciate Matt filling in. He's perfect because he's got his, you know, pulse on the on the game, whether it be baseball, football, basketball. I don't know if he's a hockey guy, but I know you're no. not a hockey guy, Lou. So we generally no. don't talk too much about hockey. I think um, we decided during that though for his birthday, we're all going to color our hair his color. I think we're we're all going to go red. I mean, you know, if if we all go twenty one shots each, like it's our twenty first <laughs> birthday, I'll color my hair red too. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so I appreciate everyone tuning in today. Uh, we don't have a little bit of time here to work with, so I'm going to kind of get right into it. Um, first announcement is uh, our next big event, which is going to conclude on May 15th at 10 o'clock Eastern time. You can find out all the details on our website at vintagebreaks.com. Um, we're also going to be set up that weekend at the first ever big card convention at the American Dream Mall in New Jersey. So it's being hosted by Rick Probstein. If you're not familiar with Rick, he runs a multi-million dollar, um, you know, eBay consignment business uh, and is very well known throughout the hobby. Um, and there's going to be a, a number of autograph guests, including Mariano Rivera, Lawrence Taylor, and Lou. We're already, when I say in talks, I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm buckling up for the, for the price. Um, <laughs> but, you know, we're trying to get Mariano Rivera to break wow. um, basically with us for about 10, 15 minutes. And um, I know it's not, great when you can't get a price and they just say well how much can you pay and if yeah. they're more saying is how much pain can you endure right exactly. and really yeah. like you know unless there's really no time in your life where you want to hear that kind of questioning like if you're the doctor they're like what kind of pain can you endure not going to be that great for you right so imagine in a financial negotiation someone says to you what kind of pain can you endure probably not <laughs> going to be that great um, so, but you're a skilled negotiator. How do you like, how do you like giving out the first number? Do you like giving out the first number? Do I like it? No, I think no. it's terrible. Yeah. Um, so what I did was, and I didn't give it out. You'll, I mean, if Mariano's watching, he'll understand now <laughs> the rationale behind my thinking. My thinking is this, it's going to be really tough for us unless he's willing to be reasonable with price. Yeah. You know, I understand. Right. So maybe to you and I, 20 bucks makes a difference, but to someone in, a foreign country where $20 could be 2 million, they might take two bucks, you right. know? So like, it's all about perspective. So I understand when we, we talk and we joke about what's a lot of money to them, I might just be like, Oh, well, I'll just do a different opportunity. Yeah. Um, and so I fully get that. But my, my counter to that is what, Hey, once again, we're not bringing in Mo to the event, the events bring him in. Right. He's there. So anyway. yep. he's already there. My guess is he's probably going to use the bathroom for a few minutes. Yep. Just imagine, imagine <laughs> you hold it in and you don't go to the bathroom, but instead of going to the bathroom, you make a bunch of money doing a break with us. It's yeah. that quick. Right. You know, and you can still go to the bathroom before. We'll, we'll wait for you. Well, you know, just have a sandwich there for him or something so he can take a break, get a bite. We always and... try to have, you know, some light fare in the yep. green room of our, of our, you know, live uh, events at the, the conventions. But um, of course I would be ecstatic to do something with Mo. I mean, he's, iconic he's someone i grew up with um and i've met him before in person he's he's great he's very easygoing um god you know, would i love to hear stories about players of that time especially if you know you did a break and you had some yankees in there it would be it would be so much fun to get hear stories of that particular era that was a great era yeah i mean listen you know i uh, i already have i can formulate questions in my head here on the fly i've got lots of questions i won't be short of content um but we'll keep our fingers crossed right you know uh, just like anything else in life nothing's guaranteed um, but ask him uh, how, how it came to be that the Red Sox hit him so well, because, <laughs> because I he probably was won't the... go into that. But I, for example, one of the questions that comes to mind is, 
you know, it's like, uh, when did you realize whatever, I think they used to call it the core four uh, for the Yanks. When yep. did you realize like those were your buddies? Or did like you have to be told like, hey, you're the core four and now you guys are buddies? Like, I'd like to hear behind the scenes, did they yep. have like a drunken stupor one night? Mariano's picking up Jorge Posada off the ground after he ate the one too many gyros at the grease trucks. <laughs> um, so there was me, a, I think there's a lot there was of a point in there. coming out of it. I'm sorry. There was a point in there where the Red Sox hit him really well, and it was just about familiarity. The Red Sox and Yankees played all the time, and all these hitters had seen Mo so long, and Mo is the greatest there ever was. He was excellent. And I've never seen a guy who you know the pitch is coming, you know it's you know it's a slider, and they still couldn't hit him. Didn't matter. Uh, but after 2004, when the Red Sox won, the Yankees opened at Fenway the next year, and they were introducing the Yankees, and the Red Sox fans gave Mo Rivera like a standing ovation. And in, half in fun and half out of respect because they know how great he was, but uh, the Red Sox got to him in a couple instances there. And he tipped his cat, cap and he took it well and he just laughed along with the rest of us. And it was just, it was such a great moment because it's like he understood the joke. You know, he understood what was going on. It was great. That Red Sox, in that era of the Red Sox Yankees, which was, was such a cool rivalry. Oh, I totally agree with you. Um, so, of course, like I said, we're hoping that uh, we can secure uh, a break with Mo um, at the convention. If not, It'll still be worth coming on by. Um, we're certainly going to try to pull off, um, you know, a break or two uh, with an athlete. Oh, Monty's giving you some scouting, I think. There you go. Right. Yeah. I didn't yep. know he was involved in the church. You know, the thing is, is that here's, and Monty's definitely dead on balls. If you could talk to the player, here's yep. the deal. You're never talking to the player. Yeah. You're talking to the agent. The agent's like, sure, if you want to make a donation, go right ahead. Yep. The donation to Mariano Rivera Inc. will be this. My cut will be this. <laughs> exactly. And so generally, generally, and, and I believe you, of course, appreciate everyone's suggestions um, and everyone tuning in today to Leighton's Loft. Find us every Wednesday, 1.30 p.m. Eastern time. Um, the reality of it is we're all humans, but there is a buffer between the player and the company trying to do a deal with them. And, you know, really in any instance. By design. And that, that's yeah, exactly. exactly what he's there for. Yeah. Yeah. Because all of a sudden then you're going to have people, Oh yeah, sure. Just, you know, donate to the church or your favorite charity. And you know, then the agent doesn't have a job. Yep. Um, so uh, I wanted to get to a couple other things while we have some time today on the show. Uh, next up is. It's weird. I can never see. Um, next up is, um, the three cards we're going to be including in today's newsletter. Mm -hmm. And well, let's see here. This is the right. newsletter of cards that, uh, it's our uh, newsletter that we send out every week. Um, but we took a few weeks off Lou where we, um, would include at least a handful of cards at fixed price. Um, and so without further ado, uh, what's cool is the three cards you're going to see for sale in today's newsletter in just a couple hours when mm -hmm. it goes out. It's the first time they've been made available for sale. Um, they came from a recent collection we purchased of primarily Detroit Tigers cards. Um, and so you can imagine the first three cards uh, that we're including are all Tigers. Um, so here's the first one. It's a gorgeous T206. Oh. Ty Cobb, great eye appeal for a two. It's also a polar bear back, so it's a oh, little nice. bit of a tougher back. Yep. And as you can see here, the newsletter price will be $77.50. Uh, it is going to be more expensive on eBay to account for the fees. Mm -hmm. So if this is the kind of car that interests you, um, you know, to either buy it, uh, we have made trades. And, of course, we made trades with plenty of people from the Vintage Breaks community. 
Um, this is the first of the three cards from the Detroit Tigers collection. You'll be able to read the entire story about this collection on our blog at blog.justcollect.com. Mm -hmm. But today is the first day we're making any cards from this collection available for sale. Okay, next up is a very, very tough set is the 1933 George C. Miller. There's no Ty Cobb in it, but Charlie Geringer, former Tiger and Hall of Famer. Mm -hmm. uh, this is graded PSA 3. These are very, very tough to find, really in any condition. Wow, I'm not um, familiar with that set at all. Yeah, it's uh, a very small set. does not have any Ruth, Gehrig, um, you know, DiMaggio. Yep. Um, but uh, it does have a bunch of Hall of Famers, and this one's going to be 1425. Mm -hmm. The next one, which is really cool... Uh, I haven't had this in a long time. I didn't realize they had gone up so much in terms of their value. So this is a T200 Fatima team card of the Detroit Americans featuring Ty Cobb and several <laughs> other Hall of Famers, including Hugh Jennings, Sam Crawford, etc. This wow. one's going to be 1500 bucks. It's just really cool if you appreciate baseball history to think about that this was stuffed into basically a pouch of tobacco. And even though it's a one, it's not a bad-looking one, Lou. No. I and like you look the at the contrast of the picture. Yeah. yeah. The, the contrast of the picture is really, you know, you can see the players and their names on it. So it's really cool. And the nice graphics of the time there. And it's just, it's yes. really nice. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't know that existed either. Yeah. So that's uh, three of the cards that will be in today's newsletter. If you'd like to see your card appear in a future newsletter of Vintage Breaks and Just Collect, we will continue to extend for a little longer. Uh, before we move into our new place, um, Lou, we offer people who are in our community uh, the ability to have their card for sale in our newsletter mm -hmm. with no charge to them. Right. So if you want to get $1,500 for your card and we agree upon that ahead of time, you'll have your card featured in a future newsletter of Vintage Breaks and Just Collect. Um, simply drop me a line. Uh, there you go, Lou. Thank you. Layton at JustCollect.com. Um, and I'd be happy to work with you and try to help uh, sell your card. Yeah, it's great. Um, and Vintage Breaks will be involved and it'll be in the Vintage Breaks community and you don't have fees to pay. And it's just, it, it'd be a much better selling experience. Yes. Uh, so if we can help you out, please let us know. Um, lastly for today, I was saving this for, um, you know, opening, let's say, week of baseball. And even though last week uh, we started, it wasn't the full, first full week. Um, awesome, Tom. It's our pleasure. 54 Tops Hockey Set Break uh, is a doozy. We haven't had that in a while. Yep. Um, so anyway, with the official first week of baseball now upon us, yes. uh, I got to say, Lou, I'm thrilled. <laughs> uh, you know, I'm actually not playing fantasy this year, and it's weird. <laughs> I feel a little bit lighter. I feel like I'm excited to read the box scores because I want to Yep. versus like I have to or I need to. Um, and, you know, I know there's a lot of good young talent that has started off the season with their major league club. So I'm excited for that. I've uh, been into the Yankees early on, even though it's been kind of up and down. Yep. Um, and really they're, they're one of the most interesting divisions of baseball between the Sox and the Blue Jays. Yeah. It's going to be interesting this year. And you can never count out Tampa Bay either. They're, they're always. No, are you kidding me? I would be a fool to count on Tampa Bay. Yep. I mean, they're, they'll likely win the division to be honest with you. Yep. Um, so I wanted to show off a really cool item um, that we've been uh, holding for a little bit. Uh, graphically, aesthetically, it's just, it's beautiful. 1970 tops super baseball box. I have not had one of these boxes, you know, before this one, which we've had for a little bit, uh, right. you know, probably a good 10, 15 years. Um, as you can see here, it's wrapped by Steve Hart from baseball card exchange. Shout out to him, Rick and his entire team. Um, so Lou in this box is 24 packs. Mm -hmm. uh, it is now available on our website. 
uh, by the spot. Uh, there's only three cards per pack. What's super cool about this product, Lou, is that there's only 36 cards in the set. Oh. So with Clemente, with Aaron, Mays, Rose, Willie McCovey, Reggie Jackson, like it's really hard to get skunked on a pack. Yeah, right. Um, so, Odds are very good, yeah. Exactly. So stay tuned to Vintage Breaks on Instagram and make sure you follow Layton on Instagram. And in the very near future, so this week we're giving away the Baseball Set Break Super Ticket on Friday. Starting next week, look for a promotion. We're going to give away an entire pack. We'll give away three different spots fresh from this box. And we'll open it for you live in a future episode of either Layton's Loft Ooh. or Trading Card Therapy. Yep. Excellent. That'd be great. So what year is so, this? What year is 1970. this? 1970. 1970. Okay. Last PSA 10 of Clemente sold for over 15,000. Last PSA 10 of Hank Aaron and Willie Mays sold for over 15,000. And what's great about these, Lou, is the corners are rounded. So the chance of high-grade examples is much higher with these than with other standard issues when, you know, you have, of course, pointy corners and yeah. centering and things of that nature. So uh, I'm looking forward to busting this box. As soon as we open the first box, I'm going to take a pack for myself and put it away for Crosby. Um, <laughs> so I'm excited about that. So if you'd like to just check out a little bit more about that product, it is now live on our website at vintagebreaks.com. And if you'd like to have a chance to win one of the um, spots in the free pack giveaway, stay tuned to our Vintage Breaks account on Instagram. Make sure you follow us and we'll reveal details about this amazing free giveaway in the next few days. So on Instagram, they should follow Vintage Breaks and the Layton. Yep. Uh, and we'll reveal too. details in the coming days about how you can enter to win a free spot. Which I do. So I'm following all those guys. Yeah. Excellent. So Lou is eligible. If he <laughs> wins, well, yeah. he'll pay it forward, I'm sure. Um, <laughs> yes, absolutely. Uh, so with that, folks, we are going to end. Because I, I, I cannot improve upon that to end nope. today's show. Good finish. That is a sweet box that we've not had in a really long time. I hope you appreciated checking it out. And of course, we appreciate you joining us today here on Layton's Loft. We are not going to have trading card therapy this week. We will um, continue it next week. And we'll also get back to a regularly uh, a regular schedule um, as we figure out our new office and you know a bunch of other things uh, going on spring break across. I don't know. I don't know if Matt tipped tipped here, but he said you're gonna have a studio in the, in the new digs too so we are yes yeah. we are it's going to be fancy and uh you know it'll be accessible to everyone uh and of course we're not only going to have a grand opening uh you know of the uh new retail store um but we're going to be planning something for the national called like road to the national because our new place i guess he didn't like that nope. <laughs> um uh it, it's uh we're about 20 minutes from newark airport so we're thinking a lot of folks are going to be coming in uh to the national sports collectors convention this year in atlantic city will be coming through very close to our office so we welcome. Well, i may, I may have to make that trip i certainly want to come down for the grand opening you know lou it shouldn't take much to get you down for the national between coming down to our store and then uh yep. the likes of borgata and the nightlife of atlantic city plus during the day you check out the card scene it's gonna be great yep all right we'll get great. your vip badge <laughs> excellent we'll get Sounds you like it's, it's no ireland i'm not going to you know i'm not going to pretend it is but it'll be good it's going to have its advantages but yeah sure a little bit closer <laughs> that's for sure all right uh we'll see you all next week layton's loft at thanks 1, everybody 1 on wednesdays